strap in and hold on tight as we get high on the roller coaster that is life. We're your hosts, Melena and Jordan, and welcome to our podcast where we discuss all kinds of topics, experiences, tips, and tricks to help you roll through life with some sense of direction, and at the very least, fake it till you make it. This week on Lifeorama, we're talking about our top five show tunes. Hacha! Dun, dun, dun. Jazzy! Dun. We... We we're huge fans of you know the show huge tunes. like we all belt them in the car. We've done it. I know some or everybody has or at karaoke, which I'm just like, please, we're not all. <laughs> we shouldn't, but we do it because who cares? I Bro, love. Karaoke. I am there to make everyone else feel better about their voice. Exactly. <laughs> I'm there having the good time, living my best life, singing the show tunes. Leave me be. I went to karaoke the other night. There were some show tunes. But also, I sang, and my, my, one of my sisters, she does the, the K-Jane, and the song I chose, she did where there was, like, a backtrack to it, and it threw me off, and I, like, what told her, I was like, dude, don't do that. Like, I know I have a shitty voice. Let me be shitty. But this backtrack is bullshit. I don't need this black backtrack. See, and it's terrible, because, like, I'm exactly the same way, especially with certain songs. There are some parts that I like to do the harmony more than I like to do, like, the melody, uh, and so anytime I hear it, I'm just like, no, because like always in the background, they'll do the yeah. harmony. I'm like, no, I wanted to do that part. So then I'm like, do I still yeah. sing it that way and say, fuck everybody else? Fuck like, everybody else. Because like, especially with like the Arctic Monkeys, um, do I want to know? Do you? Oh my God, I love that song so much. Like, it's just like, mm, it's a banger. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a part where they say this one phrase and then they do a harmony and just love to just but harmonize pretend I can yeah my good old days I mean I'm in choir was an alto so I was nothing but the harmony yeah and it's funny because I actually chose to be an alto it was actually supposed to be a second soprano but I said all my friends are altos so I'm gonna go to the alto section and I was an alto. And then, like, we got, like, the parts. And I was like, God damn it, I should have stayed a goddamn soprano. They get the melody, damn it. Like, I was so mad. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. Because I just want to sing the melody. Because it was, like, a song I already knew. Yeah. And so I was like, it's okay. Just focus. Hear what everyone else is doing. I always match the soprano. Because yeah. I can go pretty, pretty high. Yeah. I mean, not good. <laughs> I, w- I mean, like I said, I was... But it's weird because I feel like I can't sing in the middle, but I can sing low and I can sing high. I, I Altos are really weird for me because I kind of feel the same way. Like, if I'm an, if I'm singing an alto, I, I'm more comfortable in either the higher alto second soprano range or the lower alto range. Yeah, like, I usually There's... like to sing songs by males if I'm singing. I really like to do that, too. Or I like... Uh, or... Or, like, um, women who have a little bit more of a robust voice. Dude, there's several different female artists that I've been like, I thought that was a male because they had unisex names and then it just... I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. But, yeah, I like those robust ones because I feel like I can kind of at least hit that tone more than the other ones. But Y'all don't want to hear me sing, period. But if you do... (laughs) Come join us at karaoke. Come join us at karaoke. (laughs) I love karaoke. I've been... A while, obviously, because lockdown and stuff. So oh, we should we should go embarrass ourselves. Oh, anytime you. I just guess you have yeah. to be like willing to be embarrassed to be embarrassed. I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm never embarrassed. Yeah. I usually get like jittery, and then I'm like, fuck it. And I always loved going to do karaoke with Sammy because she would, she would not sing with me usually, and if we did, it was just a silly thing. 
but she would just come up on stage and she was like, you got this, I'll amp you up. And she would just be my fucking background Dude, dancer. Dude, I had to hype, hype man several different people. I love it. It's so sweet because I get like jittery and I'm like, people are going to be hearing me. And I'm like, okay, guess I'm doing this. But then I just have too much fun doing it and I just can't help it. So. But yeah, so show tunes, fun show stuff today. Us the tunes. I guess. Well, I guess we should do high lows too. Let's, let's do it. I mean, like, um, I guess I'll go first. Um, for my high, Adam. Adam is gone. Adam is gone. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> we so we built a shower last week. Yes. And I'm really proud of us because we. Had no idea what we were doing. He seemed pretty proud. Yes, yes. He was very sweet and tried to give me a lot of the credit, but it was it was a lot of work. Was it 50-50, 60-40, 20-80? I don't know, because he did all like a lot of the the actual attachments of like, you know, the the faucet and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I really helped out with the shower, the shower curtain ring, because we have a clawfoot tub, so you need a shower curtain ring to hang above it, and it's annoying as fuck. But I helped with that, and I helped set up like the actual shower, making sure things were good. But I put together the little shower ringy thingy and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, he had he didn't do a lot of like the going back and forth to the hardware store because plumbing is a pain in the ass. It's not hard in the sense that everything is very straightforward you need these pieces and it's very simple on how they're put together but it's particular Mm. like it's very particular like oh you need these that way like on the outside of the tub you don't have any water leakage oh by the way you also need to make sure they're a certain length because if they're too thick guess what now you can't attach the pipe for the water to go into it so now you have to figure something else out. so it's just like these little tiny oh, things a bunch of suck up little tiny things oh my god so annoying the nuances but i digress it was it was pretty freeing to just like go we have a shower i can to feel like clean. stand and bathe oh my gosh i took a shower before like coming in and i was just like oh, i didn't this is amazing you also came from work i had i, I had some time I, I, I also work from home so i have like the time to do it well, so congratulations I do what I can. It's fine. But um, so that was a pretty big high. I was pretty happy about that. The fact that I, it's just like those little things, especially as like a new homeowner that you just yeah. go, yeah, I fucking did that. Like shit. the water running down. Yeah. And we got a bunch of uh, picture frames for a lot of our art. We have an idea of where we want to put a chunk of our art. So uh, that's that's been kind of a big plus for me because I'm one that gets motivated when I have like it's almost decorated before everything's up yeah. because then I'm like, okay, now it feels more like a home and not just like a place and I can't, and I'm too exhausted from working 50 hours a week and putting things up and doing normal everyday chores like, you know, sweeping, vacuuming, doing laundry, dishes, cooking, like bathing, bathing, you know, <laughs> those things. So it can just be really overwhelming and you just want to just go, nope, I'm zoning out. This is my yeah. free time. I'm doing this. But I feel like when I have art on the walls and then I see boxes, I'm like, no, no, we got to make this feel like home. So yeah. I'm, I was like, I know this made it sound weird to a lot of people, but it helps. It helped my brain go, hey, this is your house. You're here. Put things away. You don't want to live in like boxes. Yeah. So that that was good. But um, low is just still boxes 
boxes. It's it's still just the same old, same old. Just work's been really fucking stressful. Uh, you know, it's it's been a lot. Um, last week I had a couple of days that were very anxiety uh, driven. They're trying. They're trying. They were very. It was it was a little rough, but honestly, it hasn't been too bad. Um, but yeah, Adam's gone for five days doing his uh, work stuff out in Iowa and stuff like that. So it's this is the first time being alone in the new house, and I'm like, I knew it was going to happen, but I was hoping for at least like a, at least one more month before he had to go into all of this. Not just like, hey, literally. Almost to the day, one month since you moved in. Sorry. He moved out. <laughs> he moved out. He's gone. He's gone. He's a piece of crap. No, I'm just joking. I love you, Adam. He's floating down the Mississippi right now. Yeah. He's just uh, relaxing, having a good time. <laughs> being a big old turd. Just being the turd that he is. <laughs> Actually, he's very sweet. He tried to FaceTime yeah, right he's before. He's a very nice turd. He's the sweetest of turds. Yeah, he's like that one that wears the Christmas hat. Mr. Hanky? <laughs> Oh, my God. That brings me right back to, like, junior high when that was controversial shit. <laughs> controversial shit. And now we have, like, all kinds of funky cartoons where you're like, what is happening? But that's what it is. But, yeah, really easy life right now. I know. I have so much to complain about. But I'm, I, have, I have a lot to be thankful for. I get to send all my kitty babies. That's about it. How about you? What are your highs, lows? I don't I don't even know what year it is. Where am I? <laughs> I think that the uh, 2020 Olympics is throwing me off. I don't know what's happening. I know because they keep calling it the 2020 Olympics because I know. Are they still going to – is it going to be changed now where it's like 2025 that they do it instead of no. 2024? So this is just like literally pretend that it's 2020. Yeah. In three years, we'll come back. Yep. Cool. Because I was like ah, – it was so perfect because it was like four, eight, two. And, you know, it was just all perfect and beautiful and even and not all, like, weird and jarring because I would just be like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just weird. And I'm just like, who wants to do the 20, like, you know, 33 Olympics? That sounds terrible. People don't like odd numbers. Mm-mm. Unless it's like fives because it rounds up. 91, so I don't mind them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, very uh, – I feel like – I'm at a good place in my life, and I am trying to do a lot with my family. Like, we've been swimming a lot this week, so that's really good. And I'm, like, doing work and stuff. But then also on the other side of things, I'm, like, I feel like I'm doing too much. I'm mm-hmm. tired. And I don't know how to wake up. <laughs> I can't wake up. I can't get out of bed. And I'm, I'm tired. I have, I have the opposite problem. I have a terrible time trying to, like, go to sleep. Going to sleep is hard as well. And that's what sucks because, like, my times that I sleep is, like, from, like, 8 to 10 is, like, I want to wake up and be out of bed by 7.30. But 8 to 10, like, those are the best two hours of sleep I get. And I don't want to get out of bed. I'm always up at, like, before 7. It doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. My body's like... when I was on vacation, I was... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired. What? I'm tired. <laughs> what? I'm tired. Blowing my vacation, mind right I now. was like, there was only one day I really slept in, but I was like up early and I, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to like, and then when I go back, because I was on the East Coast, I was like, then I'll be, 
waking up early because I'll be used to this time zone. No, because I was up for like 24 hours straight when I got back. And I feel like, like there's no way to catch up on sleep. And I feel like that's like really my problem. And I've been trying to, I don't know. I don't know what I've been trying to do, but I like set a million alarms a day. So I don't know what I'm doing with this high-low, but this is my life right now. And that's, you can take it as you will. It is literally just a combination of, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm still going to the gym. I have decided that I don't give a fuck that I'm allergic to water and I've been going swimming. I don't know if it's like a psychological thing because like I am broken out in hives right now, but it's not very bad. Yeah, like I remember when you would come over to where our apartment and you would swim and your arms would just be like, hey, I don't I mean, like this. Yeah, yeah your and arms like, and your no, legs would be like, I don't like this. So I don't know if it's just because like, Maybe because I am working out and I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know. The human body is fucking weird, but it's kind of, you're Pedasa, not wrong. Pedasa is loving it. Well, oh my gosh. I bet like, she's a little water yeah. baby. Isn't she, she is. Yeah. She likes swimming, but she's going to the Ozarks tomorrow. Uh, I think I might be going next week to meet her. So we'll see, but I think that would be really sweet if you yeah. could. But yeah, same shit, man. Work is not not the best and not the worst. It is. I'm hoping maybe next week or the week after I'll have some exciting news, but we'll have to um, maybe wait, maybe not. We're just going to have to listen or not. And then on that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. It's bedtime. Uh, okay um shall we yeah we shall jesus christ i'm gonna yawn this whole time no i'm just gonna yell no every time she starts i need to learn how to edit this shit so i can edit all my fucking yawns out (laughs) now i'm rubbing my eyes like a fucking cartoon Oh, I can't do it. I can't, I can't. Today was a really weird day at work. Like, it started out really slow, but it's today's Tuesday. We're recording Tuesday. You guys won't listen to this till maybe next week. <laughs> but... <laughs> With the way, unfortunately... Our lives have been crazy. Yeah, so. I know. Um, I know I have not been the best. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm really not sweating it, but um, we do our liquor order on Tuesdays, and we had 42 boxes of liquor when there's usually, like, 25 to 35, so there's lots of boxes, and lunch was slow, but then tonight started out slow, and then we were just super, super busy, and I was like, I want this to end. Can you just, like... Stop that. I don't want to be done so that I can go <laughs> record, but I'm also freaking starving, so I had to eat before I met Melena because I, like, had barely eaten all day. Which, that is the worst. Yeah. When you're, like, super freaking hungry. And I, like, that's not, like, uncommon for me to go, like, most of my shift without eating, but, like, I had breakfast this morning, and that's always what gets you. Oh, 100%. <laughs> all right. So... Are these going in any particular order? Or are we just talking about um, show tunes that we like? We can just do our top five sh- show tunes kind of like 
anyway, because honestly, I think it's very hard to really put it in a true category of top five. Because for me, these are songs that I enjoy singing. Uh, if I've been in the show, I've enjoyed performing them. I enjoy just listening to them. They're they're my favorites. They're enjoyable. Yeah, they're my favorites. But yeah, they're, they're so your favorites. But they are such a variety that it's kind of all over the place. Like literally all over the place. I think I may have like two three musicals. I mean, I don't know. There's I'm a little all over the place with mine. Because of course and I'll just talk about it now. Of course, there's some that are overtly popular that yes. are n- like no shit bangers, like Defying Gravity by Wicked. Yeah. Fucking amazing. amazing. Uh, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, Evita. Beautiful. Phantom of the Opera. Gorgeous. Like yes. the list goes on. Memories. I know that it's overdone or memory from Cats. I know it's overdone, but there's a reason why that song sticks to. Like, it resonates with so many There's people. There's a reason. And I don't know if it's because it's so melancholy or what. I mean, um, there's so many, so many. So I so I think many. it's really, really hard because I think I have a, I, I do have a couple of honorable mentions on mine. Okay. Um, uh, I... <laughs> uh, I just I have some that I'm just like I love this so much I can't I can't help myself but do you want me to start this uh, lovely roundabout thing here you better you better okay so one of my favorites that I'll, I'll just start with this so this one's a big popular one like I said that some of them are gonna be your big popular ones this one is from a very well-known musical um, well it should be well known. It is Dream Girls, and it is I am telling you the Effie song. Mm-hmm. When Effie White sings that song, and you hear it, doesn't matter if you're going off of the original Broadway cast or if you're going off of the movie with Jennifer Hudson, you fucking feel it. Like to me, that is one of the most difficult songs to sing because it is just raw emotion lots of emotion it's just raw emotion it's just heart and soul this is how i'm feeling and it's so full of soul at the same time and it's so true to the era and staying within that genre of kind of like that 60s 70s that motown feel but still making it a show tune that really resonates with a wide variety like a wide audience like Oh my god, I fucking love this song. Like when that movie came out, I kid you not, I would just like boop. I want to repeat. I want to boop right now. I want to listen to it right now. I know now. it's so good. <sighs> Royalties, man. If we could pay for it, I would be putting in we'll a snip a break. right now. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> listen. Okay, we'll be right back. We're gonna listen to the song, but like that. <laughs> and I'm telling you, and you're just yeah. like, oh my god, you tell her. Like oh, and you and, and you and you can just. Feel the heartbreak because especially if you know the story, you know, like, hey, not only are you being kicked out of the group, but the man that you thought you loved is gone and just like all of it's just. Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. That song just every time I hear it, I get instant it's goosebumps. It's a whole story in itself. It really is. And I think that's one of my favorite things about um, 
about certain show tunes is when it can just be a standalone story, not just furthering the plot along. Yeah. Like it's its own entity where you really feel everything about this character. And especially because Effie is a big character, but she's not the main character. But she still yeah. has this one of, to me, to me, one of the most impactful songs in the entire fucking show. Like, hands down. Hands down down so and i'm telling you it's definitely one of them so um what else are you telling me um not a lot (laughs) obviously Obviously. (laughs) so uh yeah i'll let you uh yeah so there there you go so how about you what's your what what's what's one of yours um Sorry, I'm trying to... Okay, mine aren't in any particular order. Same. Mine aren't in any yeah. order. I'm kind of I'm kind of going with, like, pop, well-known musicals that people have heard more than yeah. the other ones first because... And I don't even know if we've actually, like, mentioned this. I think I've mentioned it. We probably had, like, a blip in it. A but blip. Yeah. But Moulin Rouge is, like, one of my oh, absolute God. favorite... And yes, I know, we're not only talking about... Broadway. We're talking it's about musicals, musicals in general, altogether. like all together Hollywood, yeah, original Hollywood musicals, and that. Sorry, wanted to make sure I paraphrased. Yeah. And so every single song from Moulin Rouge is just gonna banger, be <laughs> banger. And obviously, I love what they do is they, you know, bring a lot of popular pop songs and bring them together, which I think is so brilliant, so brilliant. And for me, when that movie came out, like I, I watched it like a million times, but a lot of the songs in it. As a young lass, I didn't know those songs. So they brought me to music I didn't really know about. Like, there's some of them I did, but, you know, Elton John and, you know, The Police and, mm-hmm. like, all these different songs that, like, I didn't really... Oh, I I mean, like, I had no idea. With Heroes, I was like, I should know that that was David Bowie. Yeah. And the Elephant Medley. But did I? I was like, no, this is beautiful. Like, the way they blended it was just brilliant. Gorgeous. And then also had it it's great. in... Yeah. Um, and a, they also made it still original. Um, the Elephant Medley is an a- absolute classic, and that I feel like is is that is that your banger from Moulin Rouge? Would you say? I feel like it should be, but it's actually um, Roxanne. Is that the name oh, of the song? Oh, the tango one. Yes. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because the way he and sings Roxanne, it's like that. It's, yeah, because it's yeah. Oh my god. He, he's not even like. You know, they're singing to him about, you know, falling in love with, you know, yeah, a lady of the night. And I don't know. Like, I just. See, Roxanne that, is definitely one of them. And as much as I do love the Elephant Medley. It is such it's one, a solid choice. But my it's it my two from that that I could always sing and always get into. Like, I'm still getting goosebumps from Roxanne just thinking about I it. I love it. It's like my favorite. Come what may. And that was. The, when he does come what may. And they're first. Makes me want to <sighs> cry. And it's just so beautiful. I that was, that's like a movie I could watch any time, any I day. Know. And I feel like I know all the words to the entire movie, not oh, just I, all the I, songs. Same, same. And I'm, that's why it's like hard to pick a favorite. But I think Roxanne definitely has to be the standout song. Yeah. It the, the and it's not only because of the redirection of it. Yeah. But it's also the singing, the harmony. I'm not, and dancing. I, ugh, and I'm. Moulin Rouge is the reason why 
I will always be obsessed with Ian McGregor, and yeah. he could sing to me, and I would be like, I don't give a fuck who Dude, you're married to, who you're with. I love you. Just, uh He just has the best little boyish grin, even though he's, like, now in his 40s, 50s. But, like, yeah, literally, his just, little smirk, like. And it's, and yeah, it's just so cute. You just love him. It's, like, it's Christian. Like, uh, it's great. No, great, great choice. Yeah. So. Great. Ten stars. Can we listen to it? Should we take a break? <laughs> We're taking a break. <laughs> like, I... I don't know why I didn't do this on the way here. I didn't listen to any show tunes. And I'm like, why did I not do this? But I guess I just need to make a giant playlist on Spotify of just I my know. musicals. I listened to a lot of, on my road trip, I did listen to some some musicals. Too. I feel like yeah. musicals are great for road trips because you can listen to it and, and almost like, yeah. see the play yeah. happening before yeah. you. Yeah. Or the movie, whichever one you're doing. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so this one is also going to be kind of an obvious one. Um, it's from a very popular musical. It's from Chicago. Ooh. <laughs> Lots of great ones. And maybe I'm slightly biased because I was in Chicago. I love Chicago, and my favorite is probably not your favorite. But... Uh, I have a lot of favorites from that show. Yeah. Uh, but I, like I said, soft spot for Chicago because I was in it. You'll never believe who I was. Who were you? I was uh, Hunyank, the... Russian girl or Hungarian woman yeah. because I'm the only foreign looking bitch who was pasty white <laughs> in Coffeeville, Kansas. It was like auditioning, but I love, it was such a fun show. And obviously I was just a chorus girl at that, but it just, it was <sighs> cell block tango. Of course. It's just, what is it with us in our tango songs? Cause you're just like Roxanne and it was tango. Love tango. Um, but cell block tango, there's just the first time I heard it, and then the first time I saw it in the movie, and then getting to perform it, it just, there is something about that song that just makes you feel not only like a badass, but like, I don't know, like a sexy Once badass. Want, like makes you want to take down the patriarchy. It really does, especially at the very end when they're like, yeah, they're coming, and you just get like really into and it. Yeah, like everyone oh. together. Like, yes. when I hear that, and I hear all the women in the background singing with that intensity and that ferocity saying, fuck you. Fuck the patriarchy and fuck everything else. Fuck you, I just get like, you. and I mean, I know it's about them murdering people. It's not the greatest, but like, I love it. And not only that, I love the segue of like, oh, you thought this. And it was so smart doing the pop, six, squish, uh-uh, you know, Cicero. Yeah. Lip shits. Like that entire line just building up to it and just having it be words, turning it into music, just fucking beautiful i want to see it i and in the movie the costuming in that movie was just phenomenal so it just really drew me in if you the, i feel like i'm such like i've seen oh all the God. movies and like i have obviously like so also good one of a million kids so it's not like we were going to lots of broadway shows, right shows or shoes um but yeah but also like me growing up like my school but I went to, and by the time I got to high school, it was a fucking Christian school. So, you mm-hmm. know, we did Joseph's Technicolor. I get cut. you. I get you. Ours were, we did, like, really, wasn't, college was great because they really put in yeah. a lot of good shows. Like, I did The Producers and yeah. Beauty and the Beast and, you know, they did You're in Town. They did uh, Evil Dead the Musical. Like, they When really I went to Westside, they, they had quite the theater program there. Mm-hmm. Like, they did Beauty and the Beast one year, like... We did Guys and Dolls when I was in... Oh, everybody... I swear to God, every high school has to do Guys and Dolls every three years. Every three years, Guys and Dolls will happen. (laughs) 
and and you can't take it with you. That's those are the two that will always be in high school no matter what. I got yeah, I was a dancer though, which I was fine with. Yeah. I was like, Dance. Mm-hmm. But my favorite song from Chicago is Mr. Cellophane. Oh, that's honestly my runner-up because <laughs> I love like it so much. I sing it all the time. It's just so sweet. It's just so sad. And like my top three from Chicago really are Cell, uh, the Cell Block Tango. Mr. Cellophane is like close second, and then my third is Nowadays. Yeah. Oh, four. Uh, when you're good to Mama, like. Oh. Mama's good to you. Yeah. But I mean, like, the nowadays, I just love the just opulence at the very end with yeah. it. But Mr. Cellophane, I think, is an underrated song because it's, it yeah, is so very. Like, I feel like it's underrated. But it's, I'm like. It's a slower song. And but it's it, not, like, most of the movie is, you know, focused on. Roxy. You know, yeah. And the female characters mm-hmm. and, you know. It's just, it's just a solid. I th- solid I think song. the th- reason why Mr. Cellophane resonates so much with me as well is because I, I and I think with a lot of other people is that we've all felt like Invisible. no one really yeah. looks at us or does anything or really pays attention. But I think the reason why I love Amos so much in that production is because he really isn't. He he's a great. He's a great example of non-toxic masculinity yeah he just loves his wife he works for his wife granted this is the 20s so and he wasn't like you know a fully flushed out crazy here's your backstory character yeah but he was excited about having a baby with his wife and starting a family he was there to support her through everything like he was he was a good guy yeah and he just got shit on by a terrible woman and i just i love just his sweetness is really why I love his character and the fact that he really is the most non-toxic male in that entire production. Entire. Entire yeah. production. In fact, he's probably the most non-toxic character in that entire <laughs> That's pro- entire true. production. And I don't know. Honeyak and, um, and him are really the only two because she was innocent the entire time. The entire time. Well, you know, she, yeah. she didn't run out and just kill somebody in the middle of prison. <laughs> but, you know, she was also a decent you know, person who just got on the wrong side. So, yeah. Soul Black Tango is fine, though, but I love that one's a good one. There's there's a reason why these popular musicals have so many great songs that you can pick from because all of them are bangers. But Soul Black Tango is just one that just gets me. I'm thinking of ones that are just like, I love to belt in the car. I want to sing this at the top of my lungs. This and is where I'm going with this. Speaking of another tango. Ayo. <laughs> tango Maureen. Oh, my yeah. God. Who would have... Ah, we're really maybe bad Maybe we today. really just want to be like... Maybe we oh, my God. Do we take tango lessons? Should we do it? Let's do it. Should we Bye get guys. out of here? <laughs> How many times can I make that joke and it's still not funny? <laughs> When I just go, are we going to leave? Oh, wow, Jordan. That's when you know it's time to <laughs> okay, to put it okay. to rest. But I'm still laughing because I'm just like, oh, I get so antsy listen, wanting to listen to these songs because I'm such a music person. But um, yeah. Tango uh, Maureen. Perfect. There's obviously, like, it, we've had a lot mm-hmm. to talk about with Brent. But I feel like that's one that uh, my s- sisters and I, we always do out of that song and, like, Edit it on karaoke before. Mm-hmm. It's just like when I love it because I feel like it's for the characters. Mm-hmm. You kind of see little like it's. I feel like it's also relatable because in relationships, like when you do have arguments, it's like all these little things. Like oh well, you know, 
you're you know obsessive and compulsive and oh you're always flirting with people right like, like me 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 and I just like love it because it's like back and forth and it's also in the middle of their fucking engagement party and well it's, just, it's like, like so, fucking... so it's so weird too because it's like ex current. I'm going to fight and tell you about, like, this, and they're like, me, and then, like, you have everybody just having their own relationship problems being shown throughout. Yeah. yeah the, the, what is it, the Take Me or Leave Me song, you know, or Take that, Me As I Am. Yeah. That's Tango Marine. Oh, oh no, yeah, I'm thinking that. of, I'm, that is Take Me or Leave Me. I'm thinking yeah. of that one, but we're on Tango. I, Take Me or Leave Me is my song. Tango Maureen is what I'm thinking of because we are. Talking about tango. We are talking about tangos. But no, because t- the Tango yeah. Marine is between like. But that's because that he is like pointing out all these things like, oh, she calls you honey bear or sugar bear. Right. And they, they like, they start going like, it's the Tango Maureen. But like, so yeah, that's when, like, the Take those, Me or Leave yeah. Me just, I do love take that. Take Me or Leave Me is the one I'm talking about. Oh my God, you guys, I'm so sorry. But no, that, that. That going back, that and, back forth and forth is just beautiful. I love it so much because they're both they're both like kind of nitpicking at each other, but also being like, "Well, I do this, this, and this," and it's like, ah, like there's so much passion in that song. It's, I love it so it's much. It's a good one. I do like the Tango Maureen, but that is not my favorite. I will I just say that that thinking about the Take Me or Leave Me one, or yeah, I or Take Sorry, Me as I Am one, yeah, is probably one of my favorites from Rent because God, I feel so stupid. Girl, don't, <laughs> don't. I'm like I wrote down some songs. I'm like I hope this is right. <laughs> so, yeah, because <laughs> I didn't I didn't write them down. These are all just from memory. Like I, I was, didn't. I was trying to make a good segue, and it was not a good segue. Well, it wasn't a terrible segue because I mean, like those are. I think it's really hard too because not only are those two very great duet songs, but they involve a, a sim- the same character in yeah. each one, and it's about the other character. In yeah. each one. So it's like, it's very easy to... Yeah. One's just before the other. That's literally the only difference. Yeah, Take Me or Leave Me, though. Man, that's like the best. That's... I feel like I love it. I don't know. I feel like that's the one that's like really relatable because that's what I said before, but apply it to the song that I'm actually meant to be talking about. <laughs> well, when you were like, it's at their engagement party, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's Take Me or Leave Me is at their engagement party. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the song I thought I was right. fucking talking about. I know, but then I was like, hold on a second. I'm going to do a little bit more investigating here. Yeah. Is she talking about the Tango? Can we just uh, start this episode over? Redo. Um, And starting over. But no, I mean, Rint's one of those ones, again, that has a lot of good songs. Everybody knows, like, the... Seasons of Seasons of Love, Light My Candles, also really Love popular. Love Bohem. Love Bohem. Also, Out Tonight is another one of my like absolute favorites, and like I have to get up and dance to that one because there are some there are some that you got to do I that have too. To get out. Gotta get that. Gotta get it moving on a shaking. It's great. Should have had the answer. <sighs> I should not have. It's a good thing I'm not because Should've I'm very awkward. I am a marionette puppet when I dance. It's not good. Uh, all right, so yeah, just make it stop. It's your turn. I don't want to talk anymore. The next, the next one I have is again from a popular musical, and it is from Little Shop of Horrors, which again, banger after banger after banger after banger because banger. it's amazing. And as much as I would love the dentist song, uh, you know, I'll be a dentist. Yeah. Like I love it, but. As much as I love that for my family's personal reasons of, you know, dentistry, uh, my 
one of my favorite one songs to sing though. My and dad just, played it every day on the way. What what I yeah, it's it's terrible. Um but one song that I just I love singing and I will randomly bust out in and sing to my cats as well is suddenly Seymour. I just think it's like the sweetest song because he's Do your just cats like it. Uh, no, my cats never like it because I usually have to pick them up and dance with them too because I'm a weird human. But um, I just love that song so much because it's just so sweet because Seymour really is just trying to be a decent guy and he's like, you know, obviously going through his arc and everything like that. And he's just like, I just care about her and I want her to be good. And hey, what about this? Let's, what about me? Hey, you know, it's just like, a, it's a very sweet song that's could have gone very creepy very quickly but it just it's just i love that song i love that duet and it's just is it not creepy well like i don't think it's creepy but like you also have to think about the fact that like he loves her she's been seeing someone else he's trying not to be creepy about it but he's kind of creepy about it because you know men are creepy about these things but the song itself is very endearing because he's like hey i'm here for you any to any capacity, like I, I'm, I'm standing beside you. You're right in front of me. You know, because suddenly Seymour. Suddenly, yes. And I just, ah, uh, that is one song that I just, I absolutely love. Followed up by Feed Me, or Supper Time, because I love those. Those are the plant songs. I'm glad I ate before I came. Because <laughs> I'll literally just be like rude, mirth. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like what? It's fine, but. Yeah. Suddenly Seymour, Little Shop of Horrors. That song just, it gets me. Little Shop of Horrors was like one of my favorite films growing up too because I was obsessed with Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. Oh my God. Steve Martin. Don't kill me. Is. That's why I'm not being very. uh... I love it. It's like Steve Martin just fucking kills me as the dentist because he's just I've I've loved him since I was a wee lass and Would just, I know the song if I heard it? Yeah. Suddenly Seymour standing beside you. I can't sing anymore because of royalties. <laughs> but I'm, I will I'll find the song and play it for you because I'm pretty sure that you'll hear it and you'll go, ah, oh, that one. But do you know Little Shop Fours at all? No. Okay. Then I feel like I know all the references. I think you would probably get that, and then you would probably get the Feed Me song because it's the plant, you know, singing, and it's the plant's the big thing in Little Shop of Horrors. Surprise! <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined that for you. No, but is like, there even a point? Uh, so good. No, <laughs> now I'm not going to watch it. Um, but I just, Was this a musical? Mm-hmm. It was a musical. It's a musical, and then it was a movie. Um, okay. But it's just, it's... It's it's wonderful. And the woman who plays um Audrey um in the movie, she fucking kills me. She just has this amazing powerhouse voice, but she talks like this and she's like, Doctor, Doctor, oh Seymour. Like she just has this very breathy, wannabe Marilyn voice, and then she's like Suddenly Seymour and you're like, What the fuck? <laughs> like The way that you're like the Oh, I don't even know this actor actress's name, but the way you're making her sound reminds me of she's in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's like the crazy upstairs lady. Oh, I haven't watched that show yet. I can't think of her name. 
It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. But yes, she sudden, has a nice little voice like that. It's 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 great. So suddenly see more of Little Shop of Horrors. That's that's definitely one that I just belt just because I just fucking love it. It's like the little guy's getting his day. <laughs> um, mine, I feel like, is going to kind of come out of left field because we haven't really talked about this at all. That's fine. There's some that um, we haven't talked about either on here for me. And it's, I actually don't know if it was uh, music, Broadway musical or movie first, but I do know that it is both a couple times. But... You're never fully dressed without a smile from Annie. <laughs> it's a musical first. Okay. I didn't know. It's okay. That's what I'm here for. Hi. I'm Elena. You're... Because that's an old one. It's, it's, old it's an OG. It's an OG. One. But, yeah, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Like, the the classic, the classic, I don't know. Like, you just have the your barber shop, I don't know, quartet, just like... You know what I didn't know? A fun secret? What? That's one I have never seen. Oh, look at us. I mean, I know the gist I've been of, in it. We'll see, like... <laughs> I've been in it. I was in that. It's okay. I bragged about me being in Chicago. Um, but no, like, I, I know I know the story of Annie. Like, I know the plot. I know the song, like, some of the songs that yeah. are in it. Like, it's it's fine. But, like, I've never actually seen the production of Annie because... But you've, like, seen the movies? Nope. Neither of the movies? Nope. Oh, I have the soundtrack to the new one. I don't think on my, my mom or dad were probably big the biggest fans of Annie because I I watched a bunch of other musicals yeah. but Annie's I mean just... the new one, I mean they redid it and it's like their approach to this one is like amazing and Sia did most of the music and they do have some new original music for music for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. That one is very like you would like it if you heard that song. I'll have to I'll have to listen to it. Cuz you're never fully dressed without a smile. I mean like just hearing the song title though you look your best you're never fully dressed without a smile no it's just (sighs) those old classic music and it has like the start of it's like oh i love that it's just like classic (laughs) musical like i just think mary poppins or i think um um oh so now we're even because you've never (laughs) you've never seen little shop horrors and annie annie i can't believe that my parents just never cared about Annie, so I never watched it. It's and just that's like why she was an orphan. Well, like I didn't watch Wizard of Oz until I was like in my mid twenties. Yeah, I mean, I and I like grew up in fucking Kansas. It is very like storyline is problematic, but at the end, it's not too bad because she goes back for her friends. Right, like I, it's fine. <laughs> well. It is just one of those things where my mom yeah. was like, I never really cared for, you know, Wizard of Oz. So why were we going to like, why would we just like throw it on for you guys? Like, it just didn't make sense. So I think it was probably, I don't know, I don't want to speak for them, but I'm assuming that it was probably very similar in that sense where they there's were like, like we a, didn't care. I, know, so. I feel like there's like so many, like, I just think that's so weird because. I feel like I watched that so many times growing up, and that's one that I just Little Shop of Horrors was mine, because it was the weird, creepy space alien plant trying to murder people. Like, of course, that's what I listened to instead of Annie, of course. Yeah. Not me. (laughs) This this isn't why I'm messed up at all. No, I love it. I feel bad, because I'm like, I can't really say anything either, but I get that. It's, you're totally, I'm going to have to, I, I, maybe that's something I'll watch while Adam's out. 
Annie. Well, maybe Friday I'll come over and we can watch the new Annie because the new Annie is like. And I'll just be like, what the hell is happening? No, I'm just joking. I'm excited. Maybe. Well, the new Annie is just like a more modern version of it. Version. Right. Right. Like. Yeah. Well, it's just like Chicago that was put on in 2002, like that movie. Like, it's just a newer take, same music, same everything. They didn't change anything really. It was an really. old movie? No, I'm just saying, like, it was originally a Broadway. So, oh. like, the changes of, like, when it was. No, this story is, like, completely. Like, oh. the, the. So, they changed up a lot. They changed up a lot. So, like, the story huh. itself is, like, essentially the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. this rich man, a. Like adopts this poor orphan, the orphanage is a terrible place, and blah 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 blah. That piece of it is uh, the same, but it's like I don't know, like it's completely different because they have like phones and shit and like all this. So it's like it it takes place in today's time, not like right, not not yeah. I get that. I get that. Today's time. Um. So now we're gonna get into some. Some weird songs, I guess, or some weird musicals. I I know you probably, I don't know if you've heard of or heard these songs. Um, but the first one is from Heathers, musical Heathers. You know what's funny? From, like, you talking about Heathers, the most I know about Heathers is from watching uh, Riverdale. Oh, my God. Because they do Heathers in that show. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't judge me. Winona Ryder is basically... My beautiful Scorpio goddess. I meant the musical. Well, wow. yeah, I haven't seen the musical. I've heard the songs, but yeah. I haven't seen it. But I, I thought you meant I know, Heather's in general. No, and I've I was seen like, Heather's, but they do the musical in Riverdale. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, we're yeah. fine. I don't know okay. the song. You for sure freaked me out there because I was like... I can can we be friends? Face. I can see it in your face. No, I've seen Heather's. I just, the musical piece of it, they did the musical in... They did parts of the musical in it. Yeah, because they're doing it as, like, their high school thing. First of all, Heather's fucking phenomenal. Yes. Uh, it, mm, it's a little problematic because, obviously, there's touchier subjects and we should probably be a little bit more careful about, but still fucking love that show. Yeah, I mean, we've come a long way. Um, But my, one of my favorite songs is Dead Girl Walking from... Uh, from the musical, and I just love it so hard because I feel like they, I need to listen to it because it sounds like it would be my theme. Song. Oh my god, it's beautiful! And you know, <clears throat> they had to they had to move the plot a little bit diff- like around a little bit for the play compared to the movie. So like in the play, instead of you know, uh, um, oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Um, Winona's character, Heather. Her name's. She's like the only non-Heather. But I know, like it was a joke. In the movie, she's already a part of the group. Veronica. Um, they're she's already a part of the group. But in the play, she just kind of how somehow sneaks into the group to help out, like in with the Heathers. And so it's a little bit it's a little bit different. But the song takes place after the party scene in the movie where, you know, Veronica's out with uh the Heathers and they're getting drunk at the like the college party and yeah. the high schools and everything like that and she makes like an ass out of herself and shit like that. In the play, it's still kind of similar, but again, they weren't super close friends. So it's afterwards and she's like, fuck, I'm ruined. The Heathers are gonna ruin my fucking life. This is insane. So it's her it, this entire song is basically her going, I'm dead girl walking, I might as well enjoy myself. So she 
obviously goes and finds uh, Christian Slater's character, JD, I think. I don't remember his name. It's too late at night uh, for my brain to be working at all cylinders. But, you know, then she goes and, like, ravages him because she's like, I'm a dead girl walking. I might as well have some fun. And it's just like, I fucking love the song so much. And it it has humor to it, but it has, like, a lot of – it just – it has that weird, dark, off humor that the movie had, but throughout the songs. And I just, I don't know why, but I just love the Dead Girl Walking song. It just, and it's so good they have a reprise. Um, another they- duet that's really good that is a close second is probably 17. 17 is mm. a really good one from there. I think I've heard that one. That one I could see probably being on Riverdale just because it's a very ballady kind of sort of yeah. duet compared to Dead Girl Walking that's like oh my god what's going on no, like they did Dead Girl Walking they I'm did sure oh my god I love that song I'm, okay because of uh, you probably haven't watched Riverdale which uh, I, I, I just can't get past the fact that they glorified a student being with a teacher and incest so after that like first I think pilot because Adam worked at CW at the time I was like yeah I'm okay I don't need to watch this. It's not what you think, though. Mm, still don't like the fact that... The teacher thing, they, like, everyone... They, it's not, like... It's not... It doesn't matter. I don't really have to get into it. But... Again, these are just, like, my hiccups where I, I could was like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. But <laughs> the storyline at the time, like, the, I think the dead girl walking, I'm like, I feel like that is... You probably... It's, yeah. it. I mean, I could see that because I know, like... Riverdale's gone like kind of a little all over the place with the things that they've done in a weird <laughs> cult thing that happened. So I'm like, I could see that. But honestly, the only I good don't parts know what, of that. What, at what point I started watching it, but I was like, I like this. The only, the, the part that I liked when I watched, I think the pilot that Adam brought home or whatnot was uh, Josie and the Pussycats. They were the best part. She is. They were the one. Yeah. I watched that and I was like, this should not have been Riverdale. This should have been Josie and the Pussycats. She's because great. There's just so much, amazing. and it's one of those things where, like, they try to, like, they keep trying to have all these things. Right. Make it more, you know. But th- that's just my two cents on it. But I fucking love that girl walking. But tell me yours. What's going on? Um, I don't know. I'm not really low. I feel like all mine are, like, the really obvious ones. So I'm not going to Mine lie. were really obvious. Like, the first three, like... Those are huge musicals. And, I mean, it's not like Heather's is unknown. <laughs> if they were doing it on fucking Riverdale. <laughs> you know? I'm just they like, were doing it on Riverdale. I was like, if they were doing that on Riverdale, that's pretty substantial. That's not a, a musical that people go out and just go, Phantom of the Opera, we're doing this one. You know what I, I mean? I feel like it has to be Phantom of the Opera. Like, Is that, is that yours? Yes. It's a good one. Think I mean, of, it's just of, iconic. Think of me. Is that the name of the song? Um, what's the name of is it? Christine. What is the? Is name it of the, the one song? where he? Uh, is it? Think of me. I, so it's between Christine and is it between Christine and Patrick, or the Phantom? Music. Yeah, I think it's. Remember me. Is it remember me? Every once in a while. Please promise me you'll try. I think so. I'm like, oh. For someone who knows most of the words, I should know the name of the fucking song. That's the hard part about musicals, though, is that, like, some of the Sometimes songs Sometimes the are... song title is not the obvious. Mm-mm. 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 
Tango Maureen. <laughs> it's Think of Me. It is? I yeah. thought it was Think of Me. I it's mean, like, me. that one is a beautiful one. It really is. And isn't it? It's. I think it's between Christine and Patrick at the beginning when they're like, oh, we're going to be together. Think of me. Oh, as I hit the microphone. Sorry. My hand just got a little wild there. Yes, it is um, at the beginning. And then it kind of reprises a little bit with the phantom yep. in her. And yeah. uh, it's just that song is just the entire musical has just these beautiful moments. And the soprano that is written for Christine can do no wrong. I I want to I want to I want everyone to put on a show just for me. I know, right? Can can you do that for me please? That'd be great. But I want them to want to do it. Right, right. <laughs> well, I feel like you know what? I think it's only fair that on this list we at least had um Oh my god. What year is it? <laughs> Phantom of the Opera because it's just there's so many iconic yeah. ones yeah. that you can pick from and it's just like I said they're those songs are very moving and everything like to me one of the big ones if you don't do a big hurrah with it for like masquerade yes. like oh you just like love that and it's just ridiculous because you're like this is such a typical musical thing, but it's just the opulence of it all that you're like, yeah, give me it's a masquerade. Which we talked about last week. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is just, it's a phenomenal show. And that song, I think it's one of the underrated ones because it is like, hey, here's this. And then the phantoms, they're going, well, it's what a, about me? It's like a very like endearing song in a very kind of chaotic. It's, it's playwright. like the one, and I feel like it is. The only song that is really just the most pure song. It doesn't have, you know, a drop. It doesn't have, you know, where it doesn't. A lot of a, a lot of the songs in the Phantom, you know, are yeah. very dramatic, and this song is its own kind of drama. But it's not like. But it's an endearing, sweet like yeah. where you can actually see the love that they have for each other yeah. compared to the obsession. And I love that that song, too, the reprise of it that they kind of do with the Phantom. Yeah. I think is really telling because it shows you love and infatuation. And I think it's really interesting that you can see how one person can manipulate you into wanting those feelings compared to when you're really feeling them. So I think the duality of it is just a really, really pretty. It's, It's great. It's great. So numero uno for me. Number one. For me. For you. Um, this one's really weird. I think the reason why I love it so much is just I find it very powerful. And I think it's a it's a very interesting song. It's almost like a story song where it kind of like really tells. It's it's kind of long. Um, but it's from <laughs> Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And it's called uh, Origin of Love. And I, it's, How long is it? It's. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can figure it out. Um, it's it's pretty long. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Let's see. It's like six minutes long. So, which is like, to me, a fairly decent amount of time because it's, 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 um, 
he accidentally didn't start playing and I was like what's happening I can't do this you um, can't do it I, I, I don't want to get sued I don't have the money um but I I think the reason why I say it's long is because it's not a dance number at all it's not like cell block tango where it's an ensemble and all this shit's happening and like there's a big dance number and big spectacle it is literally just him singing and it's it's if you don't know what angry Hedwig and the Angry Inch is about, it's it's a it's a very interesting story about sexuality and kind of gender identification before I mean this was out like early two thousands, late nineties. Like I know I haven't seen it, but I feel like I You probably have heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of and, it for sure. And the reason why I love this is because it it talks about like it's a <laughs> so weird because it's talking about mythology and where the original of love kind of came from so it takes from like greek mythology and egyptian mythology and it just kind of explains kind of like how all of this happened but how you're still trying to find that person for you and your true love and i think if you know hedwig and the angry engine you've watched watched it or heard any of the music you can really tell that Hedwig really just wants that sense of love and belonging because he never really got that. Because quick synopsis, Hedwig was originally from Germany when the Berlin Wall was still up. Mm. So the only interaction he really had was with, like, you know, American military, and that was his only way out and things like that. And just it's a it's a it's a it's an up and down story and kind of figuring out their way in life. And it's just fucking love that song like that song it's not like one of the those big of like love? origin of love so it's not one that you're like screaming like cell block tango or you know anything else but it's just one that you just like oh you just I'll fucking take it feel in. it i love it so it much in, yeah. it is i don't know why but that's that one and wig in a box are probably my two favorites from dick that. in a box wig in a box i know i heard you i just wanted to say dick it's an angry inch in a box. so yeah <laughs> That's, I'm not even joking. It's the wig little, or the dick? The dick is that an inch. Yeah, it's an angry inch. Like, I'm... That's what it's about. <laughs> he got reassignment surgery so he could leave oh. with a military man to go to the States so he wouldn't be stuck in war-torn, like, you know, the Berlin Wall area. And the doctor botched it, so... He's got an angry inch. He's got an angry inch. Man, I thought that was some kind of, like, weird nope. type of mythological creature I didn't know about. Nope. I thought you were saying winch the whole time. No. Surprise. Maybe winch. No. Inch. Inch. Good to know. I'm like, it's a, it's, it's an I don't feel like that's common knowledge. Don't make me feel dumb, okay? Uh, not at all. Like, <laughs> like I said, this is <laughs> so kind of. making me feel stupid. Well, the only reason why this, I think, musical has gained any kind of notoriety or why people, a lot, or a lot of people kind of know the name of it now is because Neil Patrick Harris played Hedwig on Broadway yes. like four or five years ago. Yes. Because it was when I was yes. working at Bear. That yeah, that I remember that. Maybe and that's why it's not That's familiar. probably why. But that is. That's one of my favorites, for sure. But he started on Broadway, didn't he? Um, I think he started on Broadway when he was a kid, did some TV, and then went back to Broadway. I mean, he played Toby. Yeah. In yeah. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I, t- I mean, remember when you were like, what? <laughs> I was like, surprise! <laughs> but he was like a, a big to- a Toby? I don't know. 
But I guess I didn't really see Sweet Todd, but I feel like I did know that he started on Broadway. Oh, he's been in so much Broadway. Yeah. So much Broadway. But so what, what, do, what do you got for us? Like I said, mine's not in any particular order, but this song always makes me want to, like, get up and shake my ass. And I feel like it's by far the best song in this musical from Hairspray. You can't stop the beat. I was going to say, you can't stop the beat. I don't know. Um, that one, that one's a good one. I love Big Blonde and Beautiful, though, at the same time. Yes, that is a good one. But, but you do sh- get up and shake your ass, you too. You have to. And you know you me. I like dancing. You can't beat. And I feel like in the movie, that's also like the like beginning of, mm-hmm. you know, two worlds colliding, becoming, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a lot of different reasons why I love that song, especially because like I like to dance and it's like kind of literally talking about how you can't. Stop right. The beat you can't stop the beat. It's or the motion. A- right. Of the ocean. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, um, I know where I've been is one that I've just there's so that hits so that. hard. Just hearing that song, and especially when Queen Latifah sang it, it was just like beautiful. But no, okay. you can't stop the beat. Literally, the first time you hear it, you can't help but literally get up and yeah. dance, or you can't help but like move around, bounce, tap your toe, anything. And you're like, I want to be there. I right. would go to school if it I went looked there. It like, so much fun. And, I mean, granted, the subject matter is, like, me, yay, mm, but yay. <laughs> like, it's about, you know, segregation I mean, and, like, like, trying yeah. to end it, which is, like, great, but it's still just, like, ugh. Like, yeah. you just feel gross about, like, everything, but you're just, like, yes, you show them. Fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck white supremacy. Fuck the man. Like, it's it's just great. Fuck the fact that you had to fight for something that, you know. Doesn't make sense that you. Should not even feel conversation, but it is because humans are fucking shitty. Europeans are shit. I mean, that's why these are, at least. White supremacy. It's the number one problem for everybody. Everybody. But no, you can't stop the beat. Beautiful. Like, you. It's the perfect song to kind of end on because, like, when you think of musicals and you think of those show tunes, that is, like, the epitome of a show tune because it amps you up. You got great dance numbers, literally breaks. It's the finish. It's, like, the finale. So it's, like, the big bang. It's just perfect, perfect way to end it. I love it. I love it. I do have some – I have one – I have a couple that I really wanted to add. And the first one I really wanted to add was Satisfied from Hamilton because – yes. Fuck, fuck Hamilton, first of all, for having bangers literally everywhere. But Satisfied, oh, my God. When she sings that and when she's, like, saying um, uh, that, you know, at night she sees Alexander's eyes and she's singing that part. And then she goes back to the wedding and you can just see the strain in her in that performance. Oh, my God. I just fucking love that song. That is, like, that is a song where I'm like, don't talk to me. I have to sing this. Shut up. <laughs> like, okay, okay, lady. You know how sometimes when you're like, oh, this is my shit, and you just turn it up, and you're like, nobody talk to me, and if you talk to me, I'm going to start it over because that's what I want to fucking do. That's, what I want that's how I feel about Satisfied. But I also feel that Does way about... Feel satisfied? I'll never be satisfied. Um, also, Superheroes from Rocky Horror at yes. the very end. And superheroes come to face. It's so creepy, but I just 
fucking love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then, of course, in the Heights, I love Breathe. Um, when she comes back and she's talking about feeling like a failure because she doesn't fit in at school and she thinks she's in over her head. Most relatable thing ever. It doesn't even have to pertain to school, but just literally, you know, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you're out of your comfort zone, feeling like you took on too much and just not knowing what to do, feeling like you're a disappointment to everybody, especially when you feel like a lot of people were looking up to you or looking to you to I do feel something. Like you're literally just explaining Simone Biles right now. Seriously. Fucking go. Go I... her for saying, fuck you, my mental health is more important. The Olympics can pause it. I love her for that. I, lo- I love, love her. her for that. She made especially, it normal. Especially because. Okay, first of all, this is not the first we've seen this in, like, superstar female athletes recently. Mm-mm. But especially when the Olympics and you have all these other countries coming around and seeing in a lot of other cultures, especially the big ones like China and Russia, they do not give a fuck. You were raised to win a gold medal, especially when you think about Russian and Chinese, like, uh, gymnasts. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so for her to do that on such a big stage, like, I... I, I yes, seriously could I not have loved that. I could not have stood up and given a round of applause to like anyone else. She deserves else. a gold medal for that. <laughs> because the fact that, first of all, she implemented the greatest choice that we have, and that is to say, no, I know my limit. Choice. I know my limit. I know I'm not right now. No. And she's like, I've never felt... She's she, been She through. literally was like, I've never felt like this before in a competition. Something's not right. I'm not doing it. Like Right. And that's exactly how you should be. Know your limitations. And the fact that she has been through so good. much bullshit from, you know, the crazy sexual harassment charge, like, thing that happened and her, like, helping blow the whistle and, you know, having that happen and being in the public eye, the Olympics them docking her on points because they're too dangerous instead of giving her the points that she deserves because yeah. guess what? It's not too dangerous. She fucking did it. She did it. I'm sorry. If you can do it and you didn't break an ankle, how is that too dangerous? People have done a flip and broken their ankle before. Are you going to cancel flips now? Like, that's another thing. With all the bullshit stacked up against her, the world watching, and she still said, no, I need to take care of me first. I'm doing it on my terms. I will go up there and do this because my other gold medals are waiting at home for me when I This I'm isn't ready. gonna okay. be her last Olympics. It's not gonna be even close to her last Olympics. And she's a fucking world champion regardless. Like She I, literally is the greatest of all time. I'm sorry, no other athlete in the history of athletics has had points docked because their moves were too dangerous. And if you're really gonna pull that bullshit, then you should have done that shit with Michael Phelps. Because, you know, like, he happens to be genetically perfect for swimming. He has longer arms, broad shoulders, and big hands. He basically is a human boat. So if you're going to, like, you know, try and hinder somebody else back, you have to do that to everybody. This is supposed to be the greatest athletes competing. Let them be the greatest that they are. Like... Dangerous, so fucking stupid. But no, I completely agree with you yeah. on that. But yeah, those are um, those are my my favorite songs. I have like a thousand more because I just love musicals. But I apparently have one to watch, and that's Annie. You have one to watch. Yep, I have one to watch. I guess I'll watch Annie. We'll watch it together. It'll be good. It'll be a bonding moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you have any extras that you wanted to add that you... There's a million extras, but can I think of them? Probably not. Okay. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to hear what everybody else's uh, favorite musical song that they like to belt out to, whether it's, you know, your favorite... Um, you know, popular musical even. It could even be, um, I'm trying to think of like another big one that's kind of popular, but my brain's going, like Defying Gravity. If Defying Gravity yeah, is your song, Gravity Defining Gravity is yeah. your song. Like Popular. Popular is your song. Popular is your song. Like, I don't care what your song is because that's, it, it's what you love to listen to. So I'm curious to hear what your favorites are and if there's any hidden gems that I'm missing. my favorite. Huh? Problematic. Mm. By Bo Burnham. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, Wait, should I burn it? What should I do with it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, which I related so hard to that. I know. Because my I literally, God. I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before where I was, made a poor choice as an innocent child and dressed up as Pocahontas. Granted, I didn't do, you know, brown face and I didn't put on like a black wig. But it's totally weird in retrospect. But it's like, I really shouldn't do it. I shouldn't have done I I understand that like innocent young child me wasn't the problem because I just happened to like a character. I thought they were cool and I thought the person was cool and I loved everything about it. But growing up and learning, I'm like, ugh, that wasn't really that great. I probably should have thought that. I'm glad I didn't go, you know, like horribly horribly racist and like paint my face and shit like that but still it's it's there it happened not a proud moment has it happened again nope that was I the one and only really time to celebrate so. Halloween growing up so i don't really think there's a lot in there for me yeah i think we were clowns every year one year i think i was a shark i was a weirdo and had to have all this that stuff, was before left shark i started cool. my cosplaying in third grade <laughs> When I decided I wanted to be Wacko Warner from. It's not, it's not weird. It's weird that I didn't get to fucking celebrate Halloween. That's the fucking weird thing. Well, you can celebrate. It's a weird thing, Melena. We'll celebrate together. I'm not paying you for this therapy session. <laughs> well, then on that note, we're done here. No. Um, well, we kind of are. Uh, I am curious to hear what everybody's favorite songs are. Um, if there's any hidden gems that we need to listen to. Uh, please uh, let us know what you think on Facebook at Life of Rama Podcast and on Instagram at Life underscore O underscore Rama. And join us next month when we start a new topic. We're going to be talking about animals. Animals and mammals and bears. So our first episode is going to be about um, pets. Uh, the benefits of owning pets, the responsibility of it, and also the importance of adopting and not shopping. So in the humane society and kind of us finding our yeah. lovely little pets. Most resources so, out there. Yeah, and seeing what those are all about and how to stop them. So I'm really excited to chit-chat about animals because obviously we're kind of nutty about them here. We love animals. We love them. So, Can't wait uh, to get home to them. So, yes, tune in next week when we start talking about animals and kind of pets and all the things that kind of fall into place with that. So, just remember, life's a bitch, don't let it fuck you, and keep rolling on.